This is episode 122 of the Auto What Podcast. I'm Amon Bashir. With me is Keegan Ahn and Rob Patrell. And our guest today is Mark Evans. How you doing, Mark? Great. How you doing? I'm, I'm doing very well. <laughs> I feel like people don't ask me that often enough. No, no, hmm. nobody would ever ask you that. No, I don't know what to say. No, it's good. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Mark, we're excited to learn about, uh, you have a lot going on, actually. Uh, we're, we were really excited about this episode. We are still excited about this episode. <laughs> and, uh, but first, what you see in front of us is a beer, uh, one that you've, uh, you requested, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, Rob, what are we oh, drinking right today? Today we're drinking another beer. This is the third beer we've had. I went and actually did my homework to, for this beer segment oh, good. Uh, from Collective Arts Brewing. So they're the brewery that kind of pairs uh, smaller indie artists with with their beer labels. Right. And uh, this one's called uh, Saint of Circumstance. It's a citrus blonde ale. And apparently it's another one of those easy drinking. Every every brewery says their beer is easy yeah. drinking. So is that actually true? We'll Do you find see. it? But it, it's it's citrusy and, and it's blonde. It's absolutely true. It's, yeah. it's, 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 it's extremely smooth. It's, it's, I, I, I can't even put my finger on what it is. What, what, what do you think, Mark? You I think it's like delicious. It. I recommended it. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. It's true. Uh, well, you know, what do you, first of all, what do you look for in a beer usually? Um, I have a tendency to go for the hoppier beers. Um, okay. But, but recently I've been dialing back the hops a little bit and going for just like a light hop profile, so, so which is very nice. Something like this. I do tend to favor the ones that have a citrusy flavor to mm. them. Is that right? Yeah. Eh? Okay. Interesting. Um, yeah. It's, uh, it, it definitely doesn't seem all that hoppy. And well, Keegan, you're not a big fan of like super hoppy not. beers. But what do you think of this? This is great. It's, okay. it's very uh, light hopped and it's super citrusy, which I like. I find sometimes... <laughs> Or a lot of times, beer and and wine try to be really subtle, but uh, it's lost on Layton <laughs> like me. So this one is very very citrusy. Uh, you you I want it in your it. face? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I want to feel something. What do you feel right now? Uh, joy. Great. Okay. Citrus. <laughs> okay. Good. And Rob, what do you? Well, think? I I do want to say first of all that um, Collective Arts Brewing is one of those. We- they have the website that actually gives you a lot of more detailed information about the beer, and one of the hops g- types or genres of, that they have is actually called citra so it's it's very oh, yeah. oh, it's cool. a very citrusy flavor and that the hop is actually mm. kind of citrus flavored as well but i really like it they also have sit like orange or something in the beer as well uh they do have lemon it's okay. lemons the citrus yeah yeah we do brew beer and, and we found whenever we use orange peel or, or zests of some sort they don't actually come through all that much in the end mm. you, you can get you have to add a lot yeah. to really make it come through but like something like a citra hop will, will come through with oh, cool. great flavor that makes yeah. sense cool. well yeah. that's interesting in itself you now did you start a brewery like a proper brewery in the process is that right yeah, yeah. we're actually in the process uh wow. we're, we're going through the incorporation paperwork right now interesting um we don't want to talk too, too much about it, right? Because okay. it's it's still a ways before we can legally supply beer to the public. Right, yeah. Sure. Uh, but we've got no shortage of uh, places that want taps, which is pretty great. Hey, that's, that's great. Awesome. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and what, like, you know, uh, as far as you can say anyway, what uh, what got you into, like, taking it to that level? Um, I guess just kind of creative outlet, like you guys are doing here, right? Okay. Yeah. Um, so myself and two buddies, we've got uh, two engineers and a physicist. Just we enjoy brewing beer. Sure. Uh, one guy has been doing it for quite a while. He's been doing it since university, and okay. he got us into it. And we play board games, brew beer, and, and we thought, why don't we just? We had a lot of interest in it. People yeah. were asking for a lot of it. So we're like, why don't Why don't we do this? Okay. Uh, and we're just going to start small, organic growth. If it takes off, it does. If it doesn't, 
nothing lost. That's what we'd be doing anyway. So. I guess so. Hey, that's not bad. That's awesome. Yeah. 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 <laughs> worst case scenario. <laughs> yeah, it's true, right? That's not bad. As long as you like what you're, you're brewing, I imagine you do by now. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Other than the recipe refinement stuff where you, you're really changing <laughs> yeah. one little thing or these single hopped IPAs that aren't all that interesting. Sure. Uh, mm. Yeah. Okay, not bad. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Very cool. So, Mark, I want to get to know, well, I want to get to know you. So, <laughs> what's, uh, it, you know, where where are you from, first of all, and can you sort of guide us on the path you took to get to sort of where you are today? Um, sure. It's uh, so I've moved around quite a bit. Okay. So come from a family with uh, ties to um, DRDC, so the Defense Research and Development Canada. Sure. Okay. Um, so my dad worked for them as career defense scientist, and okay. uh, with that job, I guess comes a lot of moving to different labs throughout the country. So um, I was born in Quebec City. Okay. Uh, as were my brother and sister. Okay. Um, and then throughout his career and our childhood, we moved around to uh, Washington, D.C., back to Quebec City, to Medicine Hat, Alberta, Ottawa. Um, after that, I moved to Edmonton to do some schooling and okay. back here. So, Interesting. Uh, so lots of moving around the country. So what's home to you? Ottawa, actually. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So we, it was Ottawa, or sorry, home always seemed to be the last place that we just came from. Sure. Uh, but uh, we've actually, you know, we set down some really good roots in Ottawa. Okay. And uh, met my wife. Yeah. Uh, we've had a great friend network here. And so, you know, we really call Ottawa home. We like it a lot. Okay. So, interesting. Yeah. Now, going to Edmonton, uh, that was the last city you, you That was the last place long? I was. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I did uh, grad school there. I went okay. to University of Alberta. Interesting. Um, yeah. Do an uh, engineering management degree okay. out there. Yep. Um, before that, I was at Ottawa U, um, and that's where I really made a lot of the friend network that I still hang out with. Well, that'll um, do it. Yeah. Interesting. And so, then uh, following your uh, following Edmonton, what brought you back was just that you had the network here, and you said, hey, might as well. Um, or, or don't insult Edmonton. I wasn't a huge fan of Edmonton. <laughs> <laughs> you can insult Edmonton. This is not yeah, Edmonton. This is an Ottawa podcast. So yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, no. no. But I, you know, there was uh, there was some push pull going on. Yep. Uh, lots of pullback to Ottawa. Right. right. Sure. Friends, family. My so my uh, girlfriend at the time and I were doing long distance between Ottawa and Edmonton, which yeah. is quite the gap. Uh, so I definitely wanted to close that gap, come back here. That's fair. Uh, so we're married now. Oh, um, good. <laughs> that worked out as part of it. Did. Um, so that's that's what, probably the biggest thing that pulled me back here. Plus, I guess you know my some of my family, right? Yep. They're yes. back here, so they yeah. pulled me back here as well. Yeah, that'll so, do it. So it was great. Okay. But yeah, it wasn't a specific job opportunity, so I came back and started job hunting and. Okay. That was it. And and where did you land? Like, what, what, what was the first, you know, major job that you, you got since you got back? After uh, you got back. So it's a place I'm at right now. Is that it's, right? Yeah. Yeah. I do enjoy it quite a bit. Good. Uh, so it's a company called MedEng, local okay. company. Yeah. Um, they, prov- they do um, all sorts of equipment developments around the uh, role of explosive ordnance disposal okay. operators. So bomb suits, robots, tools, okay. uh, anything around that function. Um, yeah. It's 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 kind of a little known gem in the city, right? Oh, yeah. Because uh, they actually supply 85%, I should say they, we supply yes. 85% <laughs> of the uh, bomb suits used in the world. Is that oh, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's pretty, it's cool. a pretty big deal. Well, yeah, no it kidding. is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a fairly small company, and, and but huge market share. Interesting. Yeah. And they're made in Ottawa? Uh, they're made in a couple different spots. Okay. So we have a factory, you know, all, the head office is in Ottawa, where all mm-hmm. the design development, a lot of the testing takes oh, place. Um, day-to-day business operations are done there. Yep. Uh, but then we've got manufacturing facilities in Pembroke mm-hmm. and another one in Ogdensburg that I was just at today. Oh, um, so you have to have a U.S. presence to win some U.S. contracts. Yeah, of course, and you have to have, and we use Pembroke for everything else. Oh, that's <laughs> not bad. Yeah, <laughs> we might as well. Yeah. Interesting. So over, you know, the, the, the course of your time, what, what was the name of the company? Sorry, MedEng? 
MedEng, yeah. Great. So over the course of your time at MedEng, uh, you've sort of found yourself through another endeavor. Found myself. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Via application or otherwise. Talk to us about this, this uh, being a candidate for, you know, to be an astronaut, I guess. Sure. Yeah. Um, that that started long before MedEng, right? Oh, it did? Uh, of course. I have no yeah, idea. Def- yeah, definitely, okay. yeah. Oh, the dream, um, of course. The yes. dream. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> long before, yeah. Yes, of course. Um, so, you know, I wanted to do that since I was six or seven years old. Sure. Um, visiting, you know, uh, Air and Space Museum in Washington and Kennedy Space Center is very, you know, you see a lot of very inspiring history there. Yeah. And you want to be a part of it. And what, what kid doesn't want to be yeah, yeah, blasted off on the end of a rocket, right? <laughs> of course. <laughs> um, some of us just don't grow up, I guess. Yeah, that's uh, fine. But, uh, yeah, so kind of throughout my career, I've tried to choose um, educational pathways and job pathways that have in some way relate to that. Um, okay. So bomb suits doesn't immediately strike you as something that's the same as, as you know, being an astronaut. But, you know, we are developing very specialized personal protective equipment, mm-hmm. kind of like a space yeah. suit. Yeah. Sure, yeah. Uh, you know, we're developing robots, kind of like a Canada arm. Yeah. Um, developing specialized tool, kind of like what they tools, kind of like what they'd use on the International Space Station. Right. So there are some interesting parallels between working at MetEng and, and what you'd do as an astronaut, right? right. Well, uh, I also think like most of the outer shell of a spacecraft is designed to go out into space and then come back. And that takes a lot of sophisticated material that definitely, right. Definitely going to degrade if yeah. it gets exposed to heat and yeah, of course, yeah. Yeah, friction. Yeah. yeah. And I think spacesuits even have a degree of ballistic yeah, protection yeah, too. Yeah. That, that little micrometeoids. Sure. Yeah. Or at least the space station does. So. Yes. Yeah. Well, that makes sense. So, so, okay. You saw the parallels and then, uh, at what point did, did it become real that, Hey, this, this, this could happen. Or was it always uh, that just was, in the back That was of only mind? very recently, actually. Okay. Like, uh, they don't recruit no. uh, astronauts no. very often, right? No, it's it's it. been done about once every decade in Canada. Uh, this is the fourth time they've done it. Okay. And uh, so you know, when the chance came up, there's no way I'm not going right, to apply. Sure. It's, it's too cool. <laughs> that makes sense. Um, so long application process, and you know, it's you got to think about how many people are interested in doing that. So it was always like a literal moonshot. Right. right? Mm-hmm. Um, so it really didn't become a real possibility until we started to see the numbers getting smaller and smaller mm, and smaller. Yeah, and yeah. that makes sense. Whoa, and, this, and this is kind of cool. <laughs> for those that don't know, like how, how would one hear about this recruitment process and then what, what does it entail? Um, so it was widely publicized on uh, social media. Sure. Um, the CSA did uh, some public announcements. Um, I found out through my sister-in-law. Okay. Um, and I think Carolyn didn't want her to tell me because I don't <laughs> think she wanted me to go off into space. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's online application process, kind of like you would for any government job, except this one was, I don't know how many pages long. You could make a little book out of yeah. the number of questions that they asked, right? Yeah. Um, and at that point, you kind of, you don't hear anything. Um, you just get this email every once in a while. You've been retained. Okay. You've been retained. Um, uh, and then at a certain point, it kind of, the number shrunk small enough. And uh, then you start going for in-person things. So medical okay. tests. And yep. um, then the first time they really pulled the group of 72 together was in Montreal. Uh, I guess that would be in February sometime. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's, that, you know. That's becoming much more real at that yeah, point. Yeah, much no more kidding. real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> at that point it became, I think what really made it real was um, when it got down to the list of 72, they published the list. Oh, yeah. And before that, they had given us this, uh, you know, they sent us some some information, set up some training sessions on how to deal with the media. Sure. The media. Like, this is a job application. <laughs> it went crazy. Yeah, right? yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, that was 
you know, obviously I should have expected it since they gave <laughs> us that heads up, but sure. that's when it kind of became really real. Okay. Um, but yeah, the first time they pulled the 72 of us, it was in different batches of 24. So we got to meet a bunch of candidates at a time, yeah. um, put us through all sorts of testing, weird stuff. Um, like what? I, so they hosted that one at um, Saint-Jean-sur-Richelieu, the uh, military base that's just outside uh, Montreal. Oh, yeah, okay. of course. And that's where troops go through basic training. So they had, uh, you know, D&D staff, uh, space agency staff, um, psychologists, pilot stuff. Yeah. And they're just monitoring you all the time as they put you through various weird things. So like mental challenges, physical challenges, you know, written tests, physical tests. Oh, um, tried to keep things in some way relevant to the, the skills you might need to use. Sure. So, um, you know, a lot of the fit physical fitness stuff was upper body intensive. Right. Um, kind of, there was one series of especially painful activities that were, uh, <laughs> you know, they were carried on for a very long time. They were meant to simulate uh, a training session um, of somebody training in the neutral, neutral buoyancy lab. Okay. So it's a big, for, if you guys familiar with that yep. at all? No. Yeah. no? Okay. So it's a, it's a big pool where they've got um, mock-ups of the space station. And oh, cool. astronauts can go in a spacesuit and underwater simulate the effects of zero gravity, microgravity, mm -hmm. and conduct and practice operations outside the space station. Yeah. Uh, but it's very upper body intensive. You're not using your legs as you walk around. Sure. Um, so this series of exercises just killed your shoulders and your hands and your forearms. <laughs> stuff was just falling out of my hands by the end of it. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, but it was really fun. At okay. the end of it. Like, it was great to meet the other people. Sure. And yeah. there's a pile of really fun, really nice people that sure. were there. Yeah. Um, which was which was very nice. I was kind of expecting to see a lot more big egos. Okay. Um, and uh, most people checked them at the door, which was mm. really nice hey. if they did have them. So that was very cool. Not bad. Yeah. Okay. Mark, did you do any, like, um, astronaut workout or something, like, to... To train physically, I didn't really think about the, the physicality of. So one of the things that's been, um, I guess, a bit challenging about this whole process is they don't tell you what's coming up. Mm -hmm. The only thing that we had a little bit of heads up on was this, some of the swimming requirements. Oh. Um, so you had to do certain underwater swim uh, laps in a certain length of time, treading water and the like. Um, so you can go out and practice that if you need to, but otherwise mm -hmm. you just you don't have a clue. Um, yeah. And even once you're there, um, you know. They tell you the night before, shove the following things in your backpack, four <laughs> pairs of gym clothes, two pairs of runners, blah, 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 and be ready at six wow. in the morning. And then you like you do an activity, you find out five minutes beforehand what you're doing, yeah. um, oh, and right. they love to throw curveballs at you. So even when you think you know what you're doing, you, you, you don't, don't really necessarily huh. know exactly what you're doing. Wow. Um, so that part was very interesting, also very, you know keeps you on your toes sure. <laughs> a yeah. lot. Yeah. Um, so it's very difficult to, to know how to train. So I guess mm. just general fitness, um, hit the gym a few times. And okay. um, I know some people, uh, if they weren't already doing a lot of sports, uh, they hit a pretty rigorous uh, gym routine. Mm -hmm. um, play some sports, not, not super, super intense, but consider myself in decent shape. So it was okay. Yeah, that helps. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Interesting. <laughs> okay. Uh, and... What happened after the, the, the top 72 were, were named and you went through the tests? So after the top 72 um, went through in three batches, um, it's basically a period of radio silence from us. And then Great. you get another email saying, congratulations, you moved on. Please confirm that you're still interested. And I can't imagine anybody. <laughs> no. Said no <laughs> right? nah. um, so, and then they, they cut that down to the 32. Yep. that we're at. Um, and then they took us out for another round of testing that time in Halifax. Okay. Um, so again, we were uh, working on military facilities yep. uh, and also some private industry facilities this time. Okay. Um, that that round was, um, was very cool. Yeah. So uh, I guess just to shake it up a little bit, 
they had us sleeping on a, a ship uh, oh, in the, the dockyard right, yeah. in Halifax, which okay. is neat. Yeah, yeah. I, there's no Navy guys left in the uh, in the running that, that I'm aware of. Okay. Um, so none of us had really slept on a, a Navy ship before. <laughs> right. Everybody thought it was a really fun uh, well, fun time. Sure. Um, and then they had us doing a bunch of teamwork and uh, kind of emergency management yeah. testing. Um, so they touched on that a little bit in the the last round with the 72 and this time it was a lot more uh, intense okay, i guess yeah. um so there's a damage control school that the navy puts people through and so it looks like a regular brick building on the outside okay. in the inside they can light it on fire they can flood huh. it they can uh, do all sorts of really neat things in there so yeah. um we, we ran through various classroom exercises uh, puzzles uh firefighting you know, fighting floods, sure. freezing ourselves. Uh-huh. <laughs> so they were pumping the water in straight from outside Halifax. Oh, wow. And, and yeah. It's pleasant. If you notice, it's not the summer right now. No, <laughs> that's it. Yeah, exactly. It was really cold. Yeah. Wow. Um, yeah. Yeah. If anybody's interested, um, after we went through it, the uh, space agency posted a video of uh, Jeremy Hansen, one of the current astronauts, yeah. going through uh, one of the flood rooms. Yeah. Um, but, but I think he was going through on easy mode because <laughs> it was a lot, certainly a lot more intense when we were doing it. There's yeah. a bit more hollering back and forth. And I remember the water level being quite a bit higher. <laughs> okay. Okay. Good to know. Good to know. That's, that's interesting. And, and when did those uh, sort of finish up? Uh, so that was early March. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Recently. March. Very recently. Yeah. yeah. Very recently. So now it's, it's back to a waiting period. Right. Yeah. And how long are these waiting periods usually? Or does it vary? It varies. It yeah. does, eh? And, and and I don't, I don't exactly know. No, I know. <laughs> yeah. You wish you knew, I'm sure. But yeah. Interesting. So now that you're top, and well, even like, can you describe the, you know, attention from media or otherwise following the 72, then following the 32, you know, how, how has that changed? What's, what's going on in your life right um, now? Stuff intensified when it cut down to 32. Okay. I mean, for the, you know, I was, we were gone for four days, I guess, yeah. uh, at this Halifax one. And in that time, I you know, we didn't have emails, but when I checked my email again, it was like five interview requests. Like, this is crazy. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Just a candidate. Yeah, <laughs> right? yeah, so yeah I can, sure. I can only imagine what the, the finalists will go through, right? Absolutely. Once the selection actually happens. Um, so that's been interesting. That's a very new thing for me. Yeah. I've never really been in the media right. at all. That you're aware uh, of. That I'm aware of. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure Amon actually is aware that we are media. Like this is uh, yeah. we sent no, an interview I, request. It, it's true. It's yeah. I guess we yeah, don't so think of ourselves. That's fair. That, right? yeah. That's yeah, that's fair. That's a good quote for Rob. We are the media. Yeah, we'll get him a <laughs> shirt that says that. Yeah. There you go. Uh, so, well, what's what? What are some of the, the the coolest things or the most interesting things that's that's happened uh, to you, given that you're your top thirty two candidate or, or at um, any point? I mean, going through the last assessment center was really fun. Yeah. Like, really, really fun. Okay. I, I think they, so they were trying to assess teamwork. You have no idea what they're assessing you on. Yeah. You just kind of yeah. have to, like, yeah. at this point, it is extremely well executed, the the, um, the recruitment process, like yeah. the, the administration that's going on while you're there, the number of staff that are there. Yeah. Like, it's 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 really, really well done. Nice. Um, and so they've put, they've clearly put a lot of thought process into this. So at this point, I'm really trusting in the process and just be myself. And if they mm-hmm. think it's a good fit, then it's a good fit. If it's not a good fit, they're gonna I'm gonna trust what <laughs> sure. their judgment yeah. says, right? Yeah. Um, and so, just kind of go to these events and have fun. Then, yeah. And so right. yeah. they were doing all this teamwork stuff, and uh, I think they were trying to test people on some of their stress points. And okay. if you weren't stressed out by these things, then they were really, really fun activities to be doing. Right. right? Sure. Um, how often do you get to go fight fires and, yeah, and floods yeah. and stuff? Right. I love that you're excited right <laughs> yeah. now. <laughs> It'd be a very different scenario if it was my own house, right? right. Of course. Yeah. Yes. Right. <laughs> um, I didn't. I don't know if I mentioned it before, but. Um, 
uh, one of the other facilities that they took us to, um, we, we spent an entire day there. Yeah. Um, it was a neat facility that they trained people on um, like open water rescue okay. and escape okay. kind of yeah. things. Um, so within this building, they can simulate uh, storms. So like huge choppy seas, rain, mm-hmm. thunder, lightning, indoors. It's amazing. Huh. It's very wow. neat. And and then they've got these helicopter chassis that they can be maneuvering through the air and stuff. So they can do, you know, we, we ran helicopter escape scenarios where you're strapped in. They tell you, okay, we're going to invert under the water. You have to get out that portal. Huh. And then it happens. And then you, you go out and you get out. Wow. Um, yeah. Which was pretty neat. And, yeah. And again, not something you get to do every day. No, no, absolutely <laughs> or not. Or want to do every day necessarily, <laughs> yeah. right? Right. Um, and, uh, and then they had some more interesting thematic ones like, um, you know, the Orion capsule is the new uh, uh, capsule that's supposed to take people to, to Mars. Right. Um, and uh, so they had simulated kind of Orion capsule splashdowns and you had to egress and get into life rafts and stuff. Right. It was, it was very fun. Yeah, yeah. Um, Okay. And uh, yeah, so that was pretty neat. And there's also been some some neat kind of side experiences, I guess. So okay. um, you know, universities have reached out. So my uh, so Ottawa U and U of A um, have reached out to invite me to certain events. So this week I'm going to be a, a judge at a grad school poster contest, uh, nice. which is kind of fun. <laughs> yeah. um, and then uh, uh, soon there's there's a engineering in Canada awards uh, banquet of sorts and University of Alberta invited me to come sit at the table and oh, meet some cool people that are there. Very cool. um, actually, we're super excited about one of the guests uh, that's going to be there. He's apparently the original program manager who developed the Canadarm and, oh, wow. uh, and eventually helped found the space agency. So I was like, wow. well, that's a pretty interesting person no, to talk kidding. to. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Great. You're in a good um, spot. Yeah, so that should be fun. <laughs> no, not bad. Okay, so I, I want to get to uh, know more about that and everything else you have on the go. But first, uh, Keegan, what's Classic Ottawa? We'll give you a break here, Mark. Classic <laughs> Ottawa is our news segment where we keep people informed with what's going on in Ottawa. And here it is. <laughs> okay. We need, like, theme music or something. No, we don't. Like, I'll put it in post. Seems yeah. like shallow. Okay, yeah. you promise? Yeah, yeah. No, Keegan. <laughs> Uh, El Camino, Ottawa's trendy taco shop, announced last week that it will be opening a second location in the market. Patrons can look forward to a more lively vibe at the new location as they wait an hour in line. (laughs) You like tacos, Mark? I've been there, and I've waited in line. Yeah, that's good. (laughs) I like finally went there. Yeah. Embarrassingly. Recently. recently. (laughs) And it is very good. Uh, A Petawaba woman... Traveling to Manitoba via Greyhound was nearly forced to take an eight-hour detour east to Ottawa before the bus headed back west through Petawawa. The new route is part of an initiative to have Greyhounds feel more like OC Transpo. (laughs) God. (laughs) And finally, a man was rescued after he was found dangling from a ledge behind the Mill Street pub this weekend. Eyewitness reports claim that he was tossed from the building after stating that Keith's is his favorite craft beer. (laughs) (laughs) Keith's? Okay. Apparently, all that happened in Ottawa this week. At hard time yeah, it's not just slow week. Yeah. yeah, okay, that's all right. Yeah. All right. So, so one of the cool things that we got to do in uh, Halifax is yeah. actually go out uh, and meet current astronaut. So David Saint Jacques was there, and we got to have you know sessions with him and, oh, and yeah. chat with him about all sorts of stuff. And, sure. Um, Maybe he liked us, or maybe it was the time change, and he was just on jet lag or something. But we went out to the pub afterwards, and, oh, wow, and there awesome. was a lot of Keiths. Uh, yeah. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it was good fun. <laughs> yeah, good stuff. What, what, what's your thought on Keiths? I, I'm much more of a craft beer. Okay, guy. there you go. <laughs> <laughs> good answer. 
I don't uh, think you're gonna find many people that are opening breweries that no, <laughs> no, it's not no. It, yeah. <laughs> My inspiration is Keith's. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm really curious because uh, we're gonna we're gonna talk a little bit later about your some of your endeavors into board games. But uh, you mentioned being a being excited by some of these challenges that going through this process has has given. But it also sounds like some of the facilities and things activities you're describing sound a lot like escape rooms. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. And we like, were actually talking too. about that while we yeah. were there. Sure. Is uh, you know there were puzzles and things that you had to solve. Um, we can't share all the details. Sure, of course. But, yeah, but yeah, definitely there were some fun escape room type things. Like uh, it, it sounds like facilities where they could turn on like where. Obviously, there is some danger involved. Like, there's potential danger. Um, they take they take obviously a lot of precautions and safeguards. And and if you're underwater, they'll have like scuba divers there with oxygen. Did you find there's no risk or very well, very low it's, risk? It's very. At the, on the one hand, you're trying to feel immersed in everything yeah, that they're yeah. doing. Yeah. But the other hand, like you do see their staff everywhere. Sure. And you, you know you're not in any real danger, mm-hmm. right? right. Um, so it's it's. I guess it, it must be tough for them to try and really see how people yeah, are going to yeah. perform in an emergency situation, because yeah. uh, you know the perceived danger is not not right. quite there. Yeah, okay, right. okay. Um, I think the, the the one thing that probably got my heart pumping the most was uh, when the first time we entered this facility yeah. uh, with all the storms and stuff, and we didn't realize they could do that. Sure. <laughs> uh, they walked us up to this platform and just said, "You have to walk straight ahead." Like, stare straight ahead, keep your eyes open, and walk off the platform when we tell you. And you, you knew you, there was a pool somewhere down below you. Um, oh, wow. Uh, but uh, wow. still, when you keep your eyes open on a jump and you don't look down, you don't know, like, <laughs> more wall, more wall, more wall. Okay, how, how far is this? Right. <laughs> really? I, get, I would love to see the trace because we're yeah. all outfitted with yeah. biological monitoring systems. Oh, wow. yeah. I'd love to see my heart rate on that one. <laughs> <laughs> calm, calm, calm. Right. What's going on? What is happening? Uh, yeah, <laughs> makes sense. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> that, that makes it sound even more like an escape room where the danger level Level, you kind of you kind of know that you're not going to be hurt, yeah, and that yeah. lets you kind of even enjoy it even more and actually do your best. Where whereas if your yeah. life was in danger, you'd have so much adrenaline, you might do something weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it makes sense. <laughs> uh, do you, are you, are you a big fan of uh, escape rooms? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We've done a, a bunch of them. We did uh, with mixed success. <laughs> okay. I guess. Okay. Um, I guess we did a few at Escape Manor. Sure. Um, we did the what is it the zombie one. The, the, uh, like the big 16 person oh, yeah. oh, uh, apocalypse i think yeah something yeah, like yeah, that exactly yeah. um we did the uh the one where you're supposed to be lobotomized uh, uh oh, like yeah. A, asylum I think? yeah asylum. asylum yeah i think we did the prison one as well yeah the okay. prison one yeah. really cool yeah. i really yeah. like that one interesting you get out of apocalypse uh we actually we, we nailed that one wow. we, we got out go. with like 20 minutes to spare on wow nice <laughs> going that's wow. nice going that's, i have a loss of that one and it, it soured me on interesting uh so another thing that you're you're into is board games now i didn't even know there were national cha- championships for 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 any i guess but specifically settlers of Catan. but Marcus, i didn't know either <laughs> but, but you participated yeah you it was just purely by chance actually like um there was a, a board game shop uh in uh, st albert a yeah. little town north of edmonton a yeah. uh, very good board game store and uh, they happened to be hosting uh, one of the two locations that were doing the national championships for Settlers of Catan. So, okay, okay well, why not? Why not? Um, <laughs> there are some seriously intense Settlers of Catan players in the world. Yikes. I cannot believe it. People flew in from uh, like a pile of places. We play Settlers from like nine in the morning till five. Uh, and then they go back to their hotel rooms and play more Settlers. <laughs> <laughs> to practice or oh, I, that's I, leisure? I have no idea. Um, yeah, I had, I had no idea people could be that intense about certain board games. Interesting. <laughs> well, how intense are you about uh, not it's, it's, or it's leisure, right? Like, okay, that makes um, sense. Plus, that game has so much chance in it. Yeah, uh, it so does. you right. can only take so much credit for how you do it. <laughs> That's a good point. Well, how'd you fare in the competition? 
I came sixth. Six out of hey. how many? Out of I don't remember what the total was, but whoever whoever the uh, the people were that went to St. Albert. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah. Interesting. So, wow. Not bad. Was there something that you saw a lot of intense players doing? Like you know, like sometimes games they have two modes. They have like the ca- the casual mode, but then there's things that you know really advanced or extreme players do. But you see um, in Scrabble, like you know, in Scrabble when people well, like, people memorize all words. The- and oh yeah, put, like, yeah. memorize all the yeah. different words yeah, and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I didn't notice anything different okay. with that. With okay. That okay. Interesting. So I, I want to jump to you know, things about Ottawa as well. Oh, but we have another game, do we? Yeah, we do. Let's play. jump to the game, and then we'll jump to things about Ottawa. Sure. Go ahead, game. Okay. This game is pretty straightforward this week. Uh, it's called uh, "What Is This Board Game?" <laughs> okay. okay. So I'm going to describe a board game. You tell me. What board game am I describing? Mm. Innocent enough. There's always a twist. Mark, you're going to be playing for Team Guest, uh, and you're going to be versus these two goons on Team <laughs> Ottawa. This might be your hardest challenge yet. Yeah, it's possible. Okay. Uh, so Mark is represented for Team Guest. You can choose if you want to go first or second. I'll go first. Okay, first. Uh, I mean, here's the first question. This board game features characters such as Miss Scarlet. And clue. It's clue. <laughs> one point. Okay. Okay. Um, uh, team Ottawa. Similar to caster board, but the rider oh. can move both feet independently. What board game is that? It's a board game similar to caster board or caster boarding, but the rider can move both feet independently. Do you have any idea? I'm super glad I went first. Roller skating. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's street scurfing. That was pretty <laughs> close. You were really surprisingly close. All right. <laughs> okay, team oh guest for another point. Uh, this question is, um, this board game features squares such as Park Place and a bunch of railroads. Monopoly. Monopoly for two points. Team Ottawa's still not on the board yet. No. So we can get you guys up there. Um, an action sport which involves using scooters to perform freestyle tricks in a manner similar to skateboarding and BMX freestyle. Now, I remember playing this, I think. Oh. Like the, the little skateboard that you'd have with two fingers and... Oh. Yeah, I don't know what it was called. A fingerboard? Mm, I like finger... Yeah. Fingerboard? That, that sounds right. Sure. Uh, to keep it clean. That's it. Uh, I'm sorry. No, it's freestyle scootering. <laughs> So it's called yeah. a type of board game. Does <laughs> that count? Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm, He's I'm not, on uh, Wikipedia yeah. list of He's, board games. Oh, yeah? Oh, interesting. Okay. We're talking about a different kind of board here, right? Okay. And yeah. finally, see if team guests can get a perfect game. Um, this board game is um, a trivia game where you compete for little wedges of pie. In pursuit of? Yes. yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Trivial pursuit. Trivial pursuit nice. for three. A perfect game. Team Ottawa, let's see if... Uh, here, I'll give you an easy one. We should make Keegan write these games down first. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, it's a lot of me just <laughs> looking up and thinking. <laughs> Often said to be the board whose feel is the most similar to snowboarding, there are two extra caster wheels in the middle of the base that are somewhat lower than the other four. What kind of board game is that? These are very specific to like scooter-based Well, I things. think they're like activities involving boards. Yeah, 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 yeah. Six wheels? No. Six casters? Two extra caster wheels. Oh. oh, so I guess six, technically. <laughs> <laughs> two plus six. Two, uh, two plus four. I've got nothing. What do you think, Rob? 
I don't know. Skateboarding. Sure. Skateboarding. No, freeboarding. Oh, oh my gosh. I, I don't even think that's a thing. <laughs> it probably okay. is. <laughs> can, can we move on from the game? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Team Gas, congratulations, Mark. Thanks. Board game champion. As always, thanks, Keegan. And let's move on. Uh, so, Mark, tell us a bit about, uh, you know, what you like about the city. So, favorite restaurants, and uh, uh, apparently you can share why Ottawa's quantitatively the best city in the country. Is that what you're saying? Oh, yeah, that, that's a yeah, that's a bit of a nerdy conversation. I, I'm, I'm ready. I, I want to have I'm that ready. I really want to see this now. So I mentioned that my dad uh, was a defense scientist. Yep. Uh, when we moved back to Ottawa, one of the things that he did is he ran a group called the, uh, they're called CORA, so the Center for hmm. Operational Research and Analysis. Okay. Um, and, and I guess their mandate is to, they look at, they assist the forces in uh, analyzing qualitative problems. Yeah. And coming up kind of quantitative reasons why you should do something. You know, if, if you've got to put a search and rescue base or a couple search and rescue bases somewhere in the country, where should you put them sure. for maximum effectiveness? Sure. Mm. Uh, so we've got a pile of analysts that work there. And all these guys move around to various labs throughout the country. And so for fun, they decided, okay, well, why don't we all just try and figure out what the best city is to work or best city is to live in in, okay. in Canada. And so they all went off and developed their own analyses <laughs> and independently came back with Ottawa across huh. the board. What? All of them. Really? Wow. And so it doesn't necessarily top the list on everything, but if you look at the different weighted factors that they consider, you know, access to universities, access to green space, safety, you know, just overall quality of life, uh, mm -hmm. place to raise a family and whatnot, you know, it ranked consistently high on everything. And really? so across the board, Ottawa wins. So this proof. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's 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 interesting. Okay, and uh, I well, obviously that it's not something that that is widely advertised. But maybe you can do that now with your newfound popularity or celebrity. Yeah, I don't know about yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> Put Ottawa on a map somewhere uh, if it's not. Uh, okay, so out of that, how about favorite restaurants? What uh, what are a couple coming to mind? Um, Okay, so I, I guess I can pick a few. So when I was living in Edmonton, when I came back here, I always try to hit certain haunts. Yep. Um, well, that's usually a good sign. Makes sense. Yeah. Um, so I guess one of the ones that was always on our list was, um, actually, I suppose Edmonton doesn't have the best variety of food compared to Ottawa. Ottawa has excellent variety of food, like different cultures that right, you can go yeah. and hit. So uh, sometimes when I was coming back here, it was less about going to a specific place and more about, I, I really crave this type of food. And sure. I know there's good stuff in Ottawa. Yeah. Um, so, you know, faux and... Yeah. Um, but I guess one of the maybe hidden gems, I suppose I could call, is in the East End, a uh, place called Rangoli. Okay. It's a little uh, Indian restaurant that from the outside doesn't look like much. It's on St. Joseph Boulevard, which doesn't look like much as well. Okay. Um, but it's fantastic. Um, if you guys get a chance to, go have a lunch special there. It's got uh, you know, curries, nan yep. bread, uh, a big platter that you'll leave nice and full and pay about 10 bucks for it. Wow. It's really good. Okay. Do you have a go-to meal when you go there? Lamb curry. Lamb curry. Lamb okay. curry is excellent. Okay. Yeah. Good to know. Okay, yeah. interesting. Any other restaurants come to mind? Uh, you guys probably talk about the other ones a bunch, so it might well, be popular okay. ones like uh, you know, um, Wellington Gastropub. Uh, okay. Actually, you know what? That's one that hasn't come up I don't a think yet. Yeah. That's interesting. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's a very yeah. good place. Interesting. Worth, worth going to. Okay, good stuff. Um, we just had an excellent meal at Fraser Cafe. Okay. Yeah. If you've been there. I, I always hear about there. Very good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What, what's like the vibe in Fraser Cafe? Um, is it fancy? It's kind of semi-hipster or fancy okay. kind of place. Interesting. That, that's um, kind of your niche, Keegan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, their chef, I guess head chef, is uh, 
think he's on pat leave right now last time we okay. went but they, they usually offer a thing where you can just chef's choice and he just makes something Whoa. um huh. last time we had that it was really good wow so, so it's kind of fun <laughs> not bad that puts and, a lot of pressure on yeah, a little bit right <laughs> although even still yeah yeah hey, you're you're in for like a wild card, exactly I guess, yeah makes sense but at the table like you can tell them if you're allergic to things, but you're right. supposed to, I don't think you're supposed to say if I just don't like, you know, right, horseradish yeah. or something like that. Mm. Well, no, because um, what's the point otherwise? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so at the table, you know, you have a conversation. Okay, if, if somebody's picky about something, a few of you will order it, and you can always trade at the table. Oh, that makes <laughs> right. sense. Not bad. Okay, right. very cool. And uh, you know, I, I think it, I think it'd be cool to talk about you know your experience, especially now uh, uh, with you Ottawa. Like you know, you. you you came in. You're you're obviously still a fan of of, of the school. Uh, and, Definitely, yeah. And you're still involved to some capacity in some capacity, uh, given that you're, you're you're going back to to be a guest, I guess. <laughs> but uh, but yeah. So can you walk us through that? Uh, sure. Yeah. Um, some of the stuff that they've been doing, I, I can only speak for the engineering department. Course, I mean, yeah. you know, just driving past past the university, you can see how many buildings are going up. Yeah, so yeah. They're doing something. It's amazing, right? Yeah. right? Um, and uh, you know. The engineering department is doing some interesting stuff, uh, stuff that I wish was in place, I guess, when I went through. Okay. Uh, one of the one of the neat additions that they've had uh, in the engineering department is a thing called the Makerspace. Have you guys ever yeah. heard of that? Yeah, I have yeah, heard of that. Of course. Yeah. Okay. So they've, they've put in a Makerspace. It's, uh, by all accounts, it's very popular sure. uh, with the people that are there. And I think they've also opened it up to the public as well, they used to at least. On certain days, um, I think, yeah. yeah. And then they've actually taken the Makerspace and they've jammed it into a bus as well. So there is an AutoU huh. Makerspace or Maker Bus <laughs> that can travel around and gets booked quite That's a bit. Wow. Yeah. You can book it for a party if you want or uh, for, for various events, outreach events. Yeah, oh, yeah. So it's, it's a really great way to get kids interested in, in you know, design and right, engineering yeah. and sciences and stuff. And, Interesting. Yeah. And, and I hear they have like, uh, is it weekly contests? Maybe bi-weekly? I'm not sure. But uh, really just like the coolest thing that somebody creates. Oh, yeah? Uh, yeah I, so, I haven't heard like that. that. It's, yeah, it's been I've a while since I, I, hmm. I popped in there. Uh, yeah, very uh, cool. That's very neat. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah, anything else uh, about the school, like uh, about other types of work that they're doing or, or um, what's on your radar? Not too, too much. I'm hoping to find out more this week, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's cool. Now, yeah. now, you know, in terms of your your undergrad, uh, I guess going right back to the beginning of the conversation, you know, you were living in Ottawa at the time. Your family's in Ottawa at the time. Uh, did you consider going? Like, what 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 played into going to U Ottawa in the first place? I don't think they're going to like the answer to this <laughs> if they listen. <laughs> but, okay, uh, I was accepted at Carleton and Ottawa U. Sure, yeah. um, and Ottawa was one bus ride from my house. Carleton was two. <laughs> and <laughs> so, you know what? Sometimes that's all it takes. Yep. Yeah. Interesting. Who, who knows that maybe that meant I attended a lot more classes, so it was ultimately yeah, yeah. a good thing. Hey, right? that makes sense. That makes sense. And, and you still have fond memories of it. So absolutely, so yeah, yeah, yeah. it was definitely the right choice. Okay, very cool. Yeah. So with that, I think we're yeah we're running up yeah, on time are. here. So I uh, I, I want to give you a chance to to promote or talk about anything else you want to, or a, any other subjects that come to mind, because I want to make sure you've covered everything, but also, you know, if there's anything you want to promote, now's your chance. Um, no, I guess I don't, what's your listener base like for a couple group, hundred uh, in terms of, uh, um, probably around mid twenties to mid thirties. I would yeah, say I'd most. Say yeah. Okay. I don't have beer, to do too much. Discerning beer, beer drinkers. Say, well, when we've got the brewery up yeah, and running, like, let us bring know. me back and yeah. I'll pitch that yeah, yeah. for oh, sure. Absolutely. But, uh, yeah, yeah, very cool. Yeah. Nothing <laughs> right you, now, I guess. There's do you no, have a time frame? Hopefully within the next year. Okay, uh, again, okay. organic growth, so it's not going to be a pop-up overnight. Uh, no. We, we want to maintain ownership of, of the brewery ourselves. We don't want right. uh, external investment. Sure. Yeah. Um, but it'll be in the Rock, Rockland area, okay. at least to start, and then... Uh, hopefully in taps around the city. So There's no fan choice round for the, the astronaut selection process. 
There's no like when if you get to the top sixteen, they'll like narrow it we down by fan, yeah, by vote. <laughs> Texas number. Yeah. That would be great. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh Keegan, what is uh what is Ottawa News? Ottawa News is our satire news website where we um slander different people in Ottawa. <laughs> you can stop now. Rob, what's Ottawa News? <laughs> Ottawa News is our satirical uh news site where we mm-hmm. We look at the days or the week's events and we make light of it. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's a lot there's a lot of bureaucracy in Ottawa, so that's a that's a common topic. And some would call it libel. Some there's a lot of social justice that goes on too, and we like to poke <laughs> fun at it and mm-hmm. uh, and that kind of thing. Yeah. And Keegan, where can the listeners find us? Uh, you can go to ottawapodcast.com or uh, Twitter and Facebook. You can search Ottawa, and hopefully yep. we come up near the top. We do. Yeah. I'm confident in that now. And Instagram? Are we on Instagram? We do, yeah. Yeah, we're on Instagram. So go look at our <laughs> the picture of this episode. <laughs> we're really on top of this. This is great. And with this, and I feel like I didn't give you a heads up on this, but we close the episode by our guests saying auto what, however they like. So say auto what and we'll cut it right from there. Man. No pressure. <laughs> <laughs> auto what?